Hello and welcome to Podcast of the Rings. I am Jessica and with me as always is Ben the Strong. Unironically the best part of the movie right <laughs> no, there. No, you're lying. No, that it made me irrationally it got me. angry. No. No, it got me until that part, until that part I was like, "Wait, are they changing like like when he like, you know, walked away and stuff like that." I was like, "What are they changing?" Cuz I mean, we're watching and cuz like in my it's like the perfect context for it because we're watching Return of the King, a sequel to The Hobbit. Like, so <laughs> sure. anything, like, we start the movie with, oh, hello, Elrond, we're at Rivendell, and so I'm already giving away that I've won and beaten the ring. So, oh, I couldn't uh, believe that that's what was happening. I, I right? was like, what I, I a couldn't... crazy narrative. Like, and so I, I was fully, I was like, you know what? Let's see where Sam goes. And, in, <laughs> and in, honestly, until, like... Even that part where, like, he, like, got the army, I was like, oh, okay. And then once the, the men, like, started chanting over and over, okay, I was like, okay, this is the, a ring oh, so temptation you, fantasy. You didn't quite realize at, uh, No, it took me a minute. So, I, like, I was kind of on board with, like, you know what? We're starting this movie off super different. Like, what other changes are they going to make? So if you haven't guessed it already, or if you have no idea what we're talking about, we are talking about the Rankin-Bass Return of the King animated TV movie that I don't think, unless you had the VHS or were alive in 1980, kind of, you don't know it. this exists. No, no. Like, I mean, uh, we said it last week. Um, we, it's not even on, and I mean, I know Amazon Prime isn't like the end-all be-all, but if you can't find a VOD to rent, you know, like maybe you could find a VHS, you know. But even even that's that's the thing is that even like retro VHS stores are going to have, you know, a bunch of, you know. Speed. Speed yeah, too. <laughs> like nudie 80s horror movies. They're not going to have TV, like the animated Return of the King they TV movie. They might have this because I feel like the crossover for a appreciating B and C horror movies from the 70s and 80s also love this stuff. For sure. I, you know, I'd I'm just love, thinking there might be some crossover. This. But well, the fact that Jess found this somewhere on the internet, like, is Literally, amazing. like, internetarchive.com will share the link with you if you're interested in watching. Um, Worth I, a watch. We'll, I, I'll spoil that right now. Worth a watch. You couldn't be more wrong. It um, is so great. <laughs> there's some things I actually genuinely loved about it. Um, but it was so boring to me. Like, spoilers, that's all, that's my, my point for this whole episode. I was just like, okay, okay. Let yeah, it, it is wild because, you know, we started off saying like, oh, they start at Rivendell and it's like the most bonkers narrative, like, structure. But then it's a pretty faithful adapt, and that's, and this is why, like, it's such a testament to Peter Jackson it's a pretty faithful adaptation for what Sam and Frodo do in the third book. They don't do anything. They there's don't do anything. There's nothing going on with their side of the story. So that's why they put Shelob in Return of the King because I'm so, you know, book nerd me is loving that they have the Watchers. You know, I mentioned it when we watched totally. Return of the King. Totally. They did the whole Watcher thing. I was like, that's – and you know why? It's because there's nothing else that they do in Return of the King. They are wandering the plains of Gagolroth. Uh, like, <laughs> Gagolador. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I should have written it down. Google. 
Uh, I should have written down how they say Gorgoroth because they're like Gogogoroth, Gogogoroth, Golgagoroth, or something weird. Uh, so here, I have to just say this also because it will color my Dark review notes. of this. I, I watched it last night with Alex because I didn't have a chance to watch it ahead of this, especially because I knew I was going to be bored to tears, and I didn't want to like crimes. I just saying you're, I knew I, knew I just knew it. I have a hard time with things sometimes. Actually, that's not true. I just, I just knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't going to be able to sit still. I didn't realize Alex knows this film and had the VHS oh, as a kid, so wow. we watched it together. The entire time we're watching it, every time they say Sirith Ungol, he goes Kirith, or they say Sauron, Sauron, <laughs> you know, they say Smaug, they say, they, Smog. They, they said Smog, and I was like, I literally wrote it down, Smog is back, no more Smaug. <laughs> <laughs> so the entire Rankin Bass Hobbit is Smaug, Sauron, like the they're, they pronounce these things pretty badly, so... Um, it, I, you know what? I will go to my grave. I know, uh, like, it's Celeborn. There are no soft seas in Middle-earth. I know that. I learned that early, later in life because I used to say Celeborn and, you know, Sirithungal. I used to say that, too, because it sounded more elvish, by the way. It sounds like... Sirithungal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course, it I totally like get it. sounds softer. Celeborn. Uh, uh, but... I'm, it's, it's smog. I'm sorry. The whole, like, he's a dragon. He makes smoke. It's smog. <sighs> That's my childhood connection with the Hobbit. And I'm sorry. It's smog. Kill me. Crucify. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all are wrong. It's smog. <laughs> well, I think I've shared this with you before. I genuinely don't care if someone gets it right. Like, oh, no, if they, I don't care either. If they can, well, no, like, because you say Gandalf. And, like, as Gandalf. long as... You do say Gandalf, and that's fine because I you're still communicating your intentions to me clearly, and and I think as a society, for the most part, we kind of give people some passes on mispronunciations because likely they read it and didn't hear it out loud. The they the literal there's literally a passage in the fifth. Um, Harry Potter, where the guy's like, how do you pronounce your name? Hermione one? Hermin one? Like, because yeah. people didn't know Hermione. No, I think, I, I wonder how I pronounced Hermione. Like, it might have been the movie that showed me, because maybe I was I think saying for a lot Hermione. I think I was saying Hermione in my head. Because the character, the guy that she falls for in the German Dernstrad or whatever, oh, says, yeah, is it Hermione? Yeah, he, so, because he, he doesn't, but it was it was actually just a passage for readers to actually learn how to say her name. That's totally fair. I'm, so, I'm fine with it. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if you, if you screw it up, that's fine. Smaug is... But, so, I, you got to... You should have had a passage of, being like, is your name really Cho Chang? And, JK, <laughs> like, have J.K. Rowling explain that one. <laughs> I never even thought of that. Oh, Good my Lord. God. She's the worst. Yeah, she's, she's the worst. She's the absolute worst. She actually... she And the thing is, is, like, it's one thing to, like, make a mistake. Not be perfect. Whatever. She chose to be the worst. She went, oh, nope, I'm going to continue. that's the thing is that, like, we can nitpick, you know, you saw us do it in the three of the most perfect movies of, like, nitpicking little fun things here in Middle Earth. You can obliterate the Harry Potter universe if you wanted to. The fact There's that a lot there of is racism. literal, and, like, even without, like, the cultural things. Sure. The fact that there's literal truth serum that they don't use in court, like... 
But like they they falsely accuse Sirius Black of a crime and imprison him for thirteen years. And while there's truth serum, and while there's um, what's it called the the, the memory that. stuff, the silver memory stuff. That they could like, oh, let's look at your – you could literally look inside someone's memories and be like, what happened? And while – Is it because maybe, it's corrupt? Is that why? But she – then Harry becomes a cop. Like, like you can't say, well, that's the whole point. It's just pointing out well, – you never – but she never comments on it. She never like – like after – after Voldemort's rise to wizard supremacy, however you want to take that, which really there's really one interpretation of it. Oh nothing my God. changes. There's no systematic change after Voldemort is destroyed. Everything goes back to the status quo. House elves are never freed. You know, Muggleborns are never like, oh, more accepted. We're gonna do more Muggle studies, and you know, we're gonna. Tell people magic exists or whatever you want to do. Nothing changes in the wizarding world. And then Harry Potter names his kids after the most gaslighting, devious, sadistic. I hate an 11-year-old because he's his father's son for no other reason. And I was okay with him being murdered as long as he saved my childhood crush so I could wife her and uh, exploit her grief as a widow. Sorry, I have, I have strong feelings about Severus Snape, and none of them are positive. I'm hurting. Hurting he's, deep is... Snape is the worst. No, he's not great, but somehow... You know what? It must... It's Alan Rickman. It is Alan Rickman who that makes saved it... the character of State. You Absolutely. know what? I think that's fair. Because I came to the movies and the books late... And if I, I, you know, all of us watched the first Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't read the books. I, I remember trying a hundred times. I didn't read all the books until seven years ago or something. Snape is closer to Wormtongue in, like, looks than he is to Alan, gorgeous, beautiful, silky-voiced Rickman. <sighs> yeah, because then when I'm reading the books, all I'm thinking about is him. But it's creepy what he, it's creepy what he does. And what he, and how he goes about it, totally. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I, I don't know that I could get to the vehement hate that you have in the same way, but I can appreciate where you're coming from about it. Can I say that's that's where I will land with this? Yeah, it's like I I did get caught up when I first read. You know, when I was reading in the spoilers for Harry Potter, real quick. Uh, um, you know, when I found out that he was like a double agent the whole time, I'm like, you sure. know what? That's great. You can yeah. be a war hero and still be a terrible person. Congr like, I think that that is correct because he did some pretty crappy things. And and I mean, my biggest gripe out of all of this, the series, and it might be short sighted on my part, is like how much they decide to keep Harry in the dark and serious oh, yeah. black is it dead because no of sense. that. Like. Oh, we just couldn't tell you. Like, no, tell him that he shares half a brain with... Yeah. Whatever. Just tell him. Like, Just tell him. Write him a note if you can't be in the same room with him. I genuinely think the villain of the whole... The whole... The whole series is Dumbledore. That's my opinion. But, like, Sirius Black wouldn't be dead if they actually just did a couple things right. I, I, I finally read the books, though, because the um snape being in love with lily 
or whatever her name is, was spoiled for me. And I was like, oh, geez, I, I can't not read this now. And it actually made me more interested. The uh, hopeless romantic in me. Got it. Was literally snaped. <laughs> um so, so I, I that's what finally got me was getting to this. And um, honestly, the thing that that impacted me, his story, um, but the, but all of the people that died around Harry coming to serve him as he was sacrificing himself, I've never more ugly cried during the end of a book oh, in no. my entire like, life. I, I still love the books. And you're right. When he does the resurrection stone and he's like tells his mom, like, please stay with me, gets me every time. Gets me every time. I'm chills right now. J.K. Rowling, when she's on as an author, she can be very on. And I love the fifth book is my favorite because, like, I read it when I was an angsty teen. So, like, I related to angsty teen Harry when, you know, his friends weren't telling him anything. And then Dumbledore wasn't telling him anything. And then, like, Sirius was like, we should tell him because something is going to happen. And while Sirius wasn't the perfect role model or anything like that, like, everything – and I'm just – and – I've always hated those movies where people don't communicate. Like, I hate Meet the Parents. I hate... Dude, it's every TV show. It's all... The entire premise of Grey's Anatomy is, but I can't tell him that I'm pregnant. But I can't tell him that I hurt my feelings or hurt. I have to pretend. No, it's like we watch White Christmas every year. Classic Christmas movie. Bing Crosby, Danny Kaye. Love it. But the entire back half of the movie, if you guys have never seen White Christmas, they stay at a hotel with their old general from World War II, and the hotel's not doing great. So Bing Crosby's like, we're going to bring the whole show to the hotel. We're going to plug the hotel. It's going to be great. We're not going to take any money for it. And someone hears an over, like, overhears half a phone call where they're like, oh, well, you could make money for it. And that's all they hear. And so they think, like, Bing Crosby's doing, like, this shady business deal. And they tell the the woman that Bing Crosby is like slowly falling for, and then she leaves, and she's and she never says like I overheard the phone call, and then like four times like he's like well just talk to me like what's going on? And she's like no I can't you got to go I have to go and like she leaves Vermont and goes back to Miami, and then he goes all the way to Miami to see her, and she still won't tell him. And finally, when she sees the full announcement, she's like oh. I was wrong. I'll come back. And it's like a happy ending. And just like every year from like, I don't know, since I was 15, all of us the whole time, like, just talk to him. (laughs) Just, it's one (laughs) sentence. That is so upset. And then you're going to have a loving relationship after this. Your inability to communicate. Wild. Red flags galore. (laughs) This is why our parents got together. Because they thought I could change him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, like I still believe you had to work through with some dude that you can't communicate with, and that's love. This is it's, it's all. And like, sure, her sister's there. She won't talk to her sister. Like, it, I love White Christmas. The songs are amazing. The dancing totally. is amazing. But just like, it's one of those things. As you grow older, that part becomes more and more and more frustrating. Oh, and we could spend a whole episode talking about how poorly. Uh, 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 love actually has aged. <laughs> I I see, and I was. It's like the same with Polar Express for different reasons. I didn't oh. watch Love Actually when it first came out, so I didn't. I wasn't, you know, with the hype and with the seasons. Totally, and, totally. So the first time I saw Love Actually, I was like, "This sucks!" Like, yep. <laughs> what are you watching, everybody? <laughs> you you literally had to watch it 
two yes, years you had, after was, 9-11 uh, when it was released. <laughs> because it it's it's a different era. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean I can't watch it and go, that's complicated, Rick. Why are you talking to her like that? She's your best friend's wife, you know? And Alex kept on pointing Karen out. Karen Knightley, you're barely 18 in this movie. Hard, not actually. I think she's 17. Uh, she might be 18 or she might be 19. But Alex kept on pointing out. Not only are, you know, does Rick, the Rick part creepy or whatever, there's also inappropriate relationships beyond the cheating. Like, boss, pres, prime minister and subordinate. Boss and subordinate. Like, the very, anyway, it was just really good and bad watching it with Alex because he's like, this is bad. <laughs> no, it's it's not a good movie. I don't care. I don't, it's not a good movie at all. I can't blame you. I genuinely can't blame you for feeling that way. Um, and if you back, like Polar Express, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't watch it then. I'll never watch it now. You it's, should. I don't need the shark eyes in my, in my nightmares. You need them. You need them one time. Because it's like 90 minutes, so it's oh, super it's short. Oh, short. That's short. Oh, yeah. It's super short. But isn't it Tom is. Hanks also the kid? Isn't he acting the kid? I can't remember. I, know I think he's, got he's like Santa. And he's he's Santa. Kid. He's the train conductor. He might be like the, the train engine guy as well. I think he's the kid. It's I, very I, possible. It is... Like, I loved Polar Express, the book, growing up. Read it all the time. Uh, maybe I was, you know, five years too old. You know, to 2004, I think. So I was 17. Just, it was just too late for me. I get it. Um, so, you know, what's interesting, while watching this movie, the entire time, you know, I was thinking about, like, even though it's not perfect, I know you loved it. There's certain things that you loved, and, and I want to talk about it because, like, yeah. Ben texted me and was like, "Pegasus, they're on <laughs> the Nazgul are riding Pegasus," which totally deadens their creepy factor. They Don't look, care. No, it's great. They also the the Nazgul look like the weird sidekick from Coast to Coast. Not the, oh, the, it's definitely more um, Masters of the Universe than Lord of the Rings, especially like the voice of. The Witch King. This is, my, this is my moment, <laughs> Gandalf. It's wild. It's I wild. I loved it. I um, loved it so there's much. There's obviously so many charming things. Sam is represented better. Um, Sam is the man in this movie. Sam handles biz, for sure. Sam handles the biz. He really, he really does. He doesn't give, you know, he does. If that's So what Ben was talking about at the top, actually just like, Really threw me for a loop. So, like, the movie starts where they're in Rivendell trying to to tell an aging Bilbo the story of the ring, which Bilbo's probably already heard the story of the ring, but has just yeah. forgotten it. I'm telling you right now, the songs are bops. Um, so the I literally ha the minstrel was singing for his supper. <laughs> so, but he's also like doing a heavy lift, a lot of heavy lifting with exposition. Like when yes, they introduce is. Denethor, there's 17 paragraphs to catch you up to like the story. Yeah, they they are in it. Like when I tell you, because we all like me and Jess kind of thought like, oh, maybe this is like. Like Ralph Bashi was uh, not like Ralph Bashi, but Rangan Bass was like, okay, you know, you guys don't have the money to do this, uh, you know, to finish the Ralph Bashi Lord of the Rings. We'll make the Return of the King. Same time, they're being made at the same time. 
But they in had fact, to be in communication this... as to what was happening, though, because otherwise the Rankin Bass would have done the fellowship. No, they just wanted the... to do Return Why? of the King. Why? I don't ben, know. why? It literally says on, on, I looked this up. The film is often mistaken for a sequel to Ralph Bashke's 1978 sure. Lord of the Rings. After Rankin Bass became defunct in 1987, Warner Brothers acquired the rights to the special home video distribution. This false promotion led to the rumors that Rankin Bash had originally decided to produce Return of the King upon a hearing Bashke's sequel to Lord of the Rings had been canceled. However, Rankin Bassett always planned on making Return of the King as a follow-up to their production of The Hobbit, even before the release of the Batchkey film. I actually makes me even more mad. <laughs> why cut? Why? The 80s or the 70s were wild, man. Well, so yes, that's what's really interesting about this movie is it feels so Puff the Magic Dragon, right? It feels so folky. Like, this is what fantasy was back then. You had the the minstrel playing the lute and, oh, let me tell you a tale of the return of the king. And everything is sung. the nine fingers. Yeah, like, everything had to be whimsical and mystical. You couldn't, there was no... I don't know. There, you couldn't take things seriously. There was no. I hate to use the word gritty because, like, the toxic comic book fans have like made that their identity is like, oh, we need to make uh, Superman gritty. No, you don't. Ah, uh, this is the Dark Knight uh, exactly. response. Yeah. Um, okay. But there, you couldn't make anything serious. You had to have like that light, like, oh. Fairies and uh, Narnia fall off the bridge instead of Sam killing them. <laughs> yes, all the. I, by the way, the whip the avoid- song, banger. Oh, I can't even. I actually want to spend a whole episode talking about it. Where there's a whip, there's a there's whip. a whip. <laughs> like, where, so like, good. oh my god! It's so so good. But it's you're to- so good. You're totally right. Everything's like nerfed. It needs to be like. It's also a TV movie, and I think. That's where if you can look at the Ralph Bakshi movie with any rose-colored glasses, it's like, okay, he took, he tried to make a gritty, he was making gritty cartoons. He was making, he was making um, adult cartoons in a world that didn't have that really. Yeah, it's like uh, his animation was very like heavy metal. If you've seen that, that animated, like it's like, yeah, we're going to have boobs in our animated movie. What's up? And it's oh. and it was like that where you had violence in animated movies, and um, you know you see that in anime where people like anime because it can be gory. It like you you know even stuff like the Ghibli films with Princess Mononoke, you see a guy's arm get shot off with a bow in like the first five minutes. You're like whoa! Oh, I oh didn't my realize. god! I thought they were all fluffy. I've never seen. A oh no, studio. Princess Mononoke is intense. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, there's a there's there's an anime version of Jessica out there somewhere I know, but just like I either have to Ghibli's have a good sit- place to start. I like, imagine it, it's a good it's a good gateway. Like I think Spirited I Away, Kiki's Delivery, but yeah. like years and years ago that I wouldn't even remember the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Jen, I would consider myself a fan of anime because I loved like parts of Bleach that would play on um, Adult Swim. I loved. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is part of my identity. That's how much yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. So, actually, have you watched um, Sh- uh, Samurai Champloo? I have. I haven't what, what, finished what it. What oh, Okay, okay. I love it. I love like the hip hop infusion into it. Oh yeah. Like, I oh, think yeah. it's so great. 
Uh, I want to go get back to it. It was on Hulu, and then we lost our Hulu subscription. But, the story. Um, it, let's put it this way: I did a rewatch of Cowboy Bebop, which I do every other year, mm-hmm. and then was craving more Spike, and my heart was broken. I even watched the movie. It just, it just does it to me, you know. Even after watching it so many years, um, so I was like, finally, I'll, I'll give Samurai Shampoo a chance, and it's like kind of jarring because the same voice actor that voices Spike is voicing like the rat dude of the group you know it's very it's very disorienting for a second but once i finally like settled in the ending the story it blew me away it it totally got me so yeah anime jessica is there for sure i just studio ghibli is it's been floating in the ether of something like i should do sooner than later um overall i would say the, the, the movie does a great job with design. The design is all there for the most part. The Nazgul are a little... Yeah. Grand looks like a dildo attachment. They knew what they were doing because Grand looks like a, a dildo head. attachment. And then when it's smashing the gate, the way the gate cracks, uh, y'all are not slick. I, oh, I yeah. mean, besides the splinter, like to your point... They, they entered. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the series lost its virginity. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. I don't know why of all the imagery and all the innuendo in the world, that's when you choose to make it. But they. Why they, not? I, I understand. Fun, man. I, they really were. It's the so, 70s. We're animating Lord of the Rings. Like my grander point is. It's all beautiful. It, I mean, I don't love their design of the orcs. I get why they designed the orcs that way, but like, I, I mean, like, kind of, I, I, and that's the thing is it that works you, for you. You watch Batchkeys as a kid. I watch Rangan Bass Hobbit as a kid. So this is what goblins look like for me. I understand. I and I, I, th- I think like the big mouths work for me. I think you know they could. You know, vary up the designs a little bit. They're all it feels like, like either... they're bulldogs. It's like really yeah, they weird. are. They're very. That's a good point. I like that. They are very bulldog ish, and I don't know. It works for me. I do wish you know. Of course, anyone wants you know a little more edge to their fantasy story, you know, because we've we've seen the Peter Jackson ones, and I mean, there's some violence. Like there's blood in the in the Rankin Bass um, Hobbit. Like, I don't know if they show it, but, like, when Thorin's dying, his blankets are all bloody and everything, like, the the sheets that he's under, so, Ugh. like, they show his death, so, I mean, there's death in the in the first one, and they show, you know, Smog getting shot, so, like, I understand, like, they are making it for kids, for sure, like, I don't have a huge problem with it. Sure. Because, but by the way. How Theoden died? You know what? Okay, I'm gonna on. focus on the positive, and you know <laughs> okay. what's the positive? What's the the animation of Eowyn. I have never been more in love with a 2D character than I am. You're lying. Eowyn. You Yo, watch a lot of anime. That's fair. <laughs> Classically animated women. <laughs> I, I'm in love with so many animated women. There's a, there's I, You have to have a just there's a ranking tier. What is that? I got I got binders full of animated women. <laughs> what is that? What was it Mitt Romney that said I have binders full of like w- like about oh, voting or something like that God. or women that he works with or something like that. Jeez. But Eowyn is so gorgeous in gorgeous, this movie. Gorgeous. So it's it, Like Miranda Otto, you're on watch, girl. I never thought I'd say that. Okay. But you can't say that. That's I can. I can. <laughs> I'm going to tag her on this clip. <laughs> She'll understand. She'll 
They they definitely they here's the thing. Peter Jackson also lovingly and lightly homaged to this as well. The helmet. The the way she takes off the helmet. The hair. I am no man, you know. Yeah. I, I while I was watching it too, I was like, how many different ways can you really interpret the books anyway? So exactly. you know because the man who Eowyn, it's Eowyn who Theoden said couldn't go to war, and now she's here and just, just like the niece, the niece of Theoden. So much to fill in because this is return the third book. <laughs> like they have so much like just Farmir heavy thing to do. Farmir is there, but you don't know it's Farmir. Aragorn yeah. talks maybe twice. Elrond doesn't even talk. Gollum isn't with Sam and Frodo, just happens upon them as they get to the foot of Mountain Dew. The frog that is Gollum. Oh, it's incredible. And Arwen, nowhere to be found. Not not even, doesn't even exist in this world. Um, it, it, I guess, I, my, here's my question, Ben. Okay. Why even do this? What, how I think Rankin-Bass, like, they, Rankin-Bass were them. They were those guys back then. And I think that this was viewed as and that and that's the strange thing is that I know this is after the swords and sandals, like kind of everything, you know. But Jason the Argonauts, when is that? When is Jason the Argonauts? I feel like that's the 70s. Jason. Ooh, I don't Yeah, I don't 1963. So, you know, I, I don't think, you know, that was such a big film. Um, Jason Argonauts where they're like fighting like you know the stop motion skeletons and stuff right, like that right right um, so it's like Swords and Sandals did exist but maybe it was past that time when it was deemed profitable uh, because this was after um, not Helen of Troy what's, what's her name Cleopatra the big oh. one that was the big one oh um, and just like maybe they you know because that flopped it, in, in, in yeah, theory huge yeah huge flop yeah and so it's just they I don't think they've deemed it as profitable for live action because, you know, it takes a lot to, you know, build costumes, build sets. And, you know, back then, you know, it would have to be like claymation or stop motion for, you know, the Nazgul or the Balrog or whatever they wanted to do. So I think animated was the way to go back then. And I think that doing this for kids, what like they're like, well, you're not going to get money for the for all three. You're just not. Like, let's be real. You did The Hobbit. People like that. Lord of the Rings is too much to do in one thing. What do you want to do? And they're like, okay, we'll do the... Because this isn't like Dune, where they're like, oh, if you do the first one, we'll see how totally. it goes. They're totally. like, you get one movie. You get 90 minutes. What do you want to do? But then why like, spend it on two, two separate Sam dream sequences? Instead of showing us Frodo getting captured by... Like, that was 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I think you need to properly display how evil the ring is. If you, if no, ah. if this is, if this is your first introduction to the ring and all you know is, oh, it turns Bilbo invisible. Why, why isn't Sam using the ring right now to get past the watchers? Then you need that full, granted. They go in on the fantasy sequence. I'm, again, I'm kind of there for it. It really worked for me because... It was very funny. It's funny. It was funny. It works. Like, it... Because it was so ridiculous that even as an outside viewer, if you're watching this, you'd be like, this little guy couldn't, 
you know, lead armies? Why are they listening to him? Oh, that's the ring telling him that? That's how evil it is? That all he has to do is put it on and all these things will happen? And granted, he explains that in long form English after that, because like there could be, li- <laughs> there is so little trust in the 10 year olds that are watching this. They're like, okay, kids, what we just saw was a dream sequence. The ring is evil and it's telling me to put it on. It's like, oh, he's okay. talking to himself. So if any orc saw him, they'd be like, that guy's crazy. I'm saying, oh, this is anime. <laughs> this is fully anime because there are. Blocks and blocks and blocks of just, like, self-narration of everything that's going on. Even in this past season of Jujutsu Kaisen, they had to rely on a narrator because so much is happening. Wow. And you have to explain, like, you know, different techniques, what's going on, what time it is, like, all these, like, oh, this is happening simultaneously with that. Yes, 22 minutes have gone by in this episode. It's been three minutes overall that everything has happened. So, yeah. So, yeah, I I enjoyed it because this is my childhood with, you know, Rankin Bass overall because, you know, my sister loved The Last Unicorn. I love The Hobbit. Sure. Like, Rankin Bass is kind of my childhood with so many things. So I was like, this is what I wanted the Batchkey's Lord of the Rings to be. If it had just that. been that animation of Batchkey's Lord of the Rings, the same way, I would have loved it by, you know, I give it like a 2 out of 10. I would have given it a 7. Because I would have been like, you know what, you're, it's here, it's you know what, you you didn't so wait, get to you're make saying, part two. But you're saying if this was, it, it, let me understand, if this was in a vacuum and only the Ralph Bakshi's animated happened, or if it was in the style of the Rankin Bass, but the same if story. there was no crappy live action intercuts in the Bakshi's, if it was just animated, it's ten times better. Yeah, I think I will say this. It probably would still be beloved whether they had the live action animation or not. Because anyone who loves Lord of the Rings, if you get Lord of the Rings, you want it. Unless you exist in 2022 when people have nothing better to do than to be racist and xenophobic. Yeah. But, so I think it would have done well. Being happy doesn't pay the bills online No, it doesn't. Anymore, I know. You're so right. I hate podcasting with you. Um, ah, there's our thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> but the 1980s I, Return of the King goes woke. Ah! <laughs> they have a lady in it. Oh, women. <laughs> I swear I'm straight, but I hate women. <laughs> oh, God, man. Dude. Anyway, I was raised by a pure. Anyway, I can't even. We already unpacked my trauma last week. Um, I, I think the live action is what makes it something else makes it it's so something because this is what i expected like i had seen the rankin bass hobbit um i had forgotten that the return of the king existed i remember i feel like i saw like a poster for it or something and i was like oh and then it kind of like escaped my mind but this is what I thought the Ralph Bashi's uh, Lord of the Rings was going to be. I was like, it's going to be – I can give any kind of benefit of the doubt to, like, difference in time. Like, I knew yes. it was going to be dated 70s animation, 70s dialogue and pacing and stuff like that. I'm fine with that. But when you start doing, like, the guys, like, in shawls and pig masks as orcs – and like cutting like literally scene by scene cutting from animated to live action and then having 
the worst is when Frodo's dancing at the Prancing Pony to like real people. It's oh, it's so, awful. It's so off-putting, and I don't. We don't need to, to dogpile in that movie anymore. But, but so seeing like ben, this was like, it's a low bar, but this was a breath of fresh air for me. I was like, this, this is like, it's comfort food. It's not, no. Is it the Peter Jackson? Of course not. It Nothing ever will be. But it's just like, this is, it's minstrels and singing and it's goofy and it's lighthearted. But Sam isn't, isn't a complete idiot bucktooth moron. Yes, totally. Like, and... Oh, is it, is it Pippin that looks straight out of Whoville? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, he's a candy cane. It is. The he is weirdest. literally st- <laughs> like he's about to go fight the Grinch right now. What uh, a weird thing to okay, finish your thought. Oh. No, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, because toward the end, when Gandalf's saying this is the world of men, and we have to leave, and Grey Havens is coming for us. Da, da, da. That and, hurt. I know, but then he starts going. Well, look, Mary is taller than Sam, and Pippin is taller than Mary. Perhaps one day even you will ask yourself, do I have a little hobbit in me? So, like, basically saying we evolved from hobbits, which is weird and interesting. But that line of, like, hey, the elves are leaving, and now Frodo and Bilbo are leaving us. Is there any room for us hobbits in this world of men? I was like... Where did this come from? Like heavy, heavy. That was heavy, dude. I was not. I was kind of like taking my notes, and you know the movie was winding down, so I was I was kind of like half paying attention, and then I heard that I was like, huh? <laughs> like that was so brutal, and I was like, it's true because all like I I like you, you know, view this as like a you know kind of a. A prologue to the what we're living in now and like what the world is now and like totally. all the magic of the world is kind of gone yeah and like i feel like hellboy 2 does a really good job of that where like oh. there's still mythical creatures but the, the, the like force underground uh hellboy 2 golden army everybody go watch it great antagonist great like like mysticism mythos it's great but it is like hearing pippin say that i was like oh or did sam say that i can't remember who said it but it was just like one of the. Wow, they like, don't oh, all they're... look alike, Ben. Not in this movie, they don't. Oh my <laughs> gosh! No long neck Pippin over there. It's actually, it's actually frightening. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, just that that line just came out of left field. Like, oh, oh my god! It made me feel a little bit differently, like. Because at first I thought they were gonna say, "Well, you'll you'll still exist, but the men can't see you because of you know you're you're too met." I didn't think ever about morphing into like hobbits evolving into our like every yeah because you know like aragorn aragorn puts out the decree of like no big folk in the shire anymore and you know you can make up your imagination that oh the shire you know split off from the world and it's some like hidden island deep in the seas that we haven't found totally and the dwarves are deep in the mountains like you know doing their thing and we'll never find them and the elves sailed away and it's just us men here now but it's just like with that line, they're like, "Oh no, they're all dead. <laughs> they're, they're just all dead." No, I don't and- think they de- uh, they're dead. I think they evolved. Like you know how we're like Neanderthal and Cro Magnum kind of yeah. thing. Like I think we just that was what I think he was trying. <laughs> he also reminded me of The Hobbit, where 
literally Gandalf breaks the fourth wall and it was like it's, it's it has a ring of truth of it that rings true <laughs> like rings yes. tr- oh, there's some crazy God. things that happen in the hobbit and ben and i have decided that we will re-watch it um because even though i've already watched it for this show with alex previously i've forgotten about half of it so i think i need to watch it i haven't again. watched it in a long time so just like i'm excited to to re-watch that and see like how that whole like i don't care how it holds up because i'm gonna love it but just this this was so great i love ben literally this. texted me going this is what we wanted ralph bakshi you coke-addled psychopath that's right <laughs> i stand by it on 10 toes man i think you're right you're you're ben of the 10 toes um mis- i love when Gollum shows up and immediately goes full donkey kong and they're like Gollum, who once had the ring and it was once corrupted by it. he's just like shut up and throws a boulder at him <laughs> introduction (laughs) no time to spare (laughs) no right run a 90 minute budget get out of here (laughs) sam you got your dream sequence shut the (laughs) (laughs) that's incredible but it is weird like we do get two title cards i wrote that down like it's like return of the king and then you have the entire intro and then when i think it's like when frodo and sam finally get out of the tower they go and return of the king. I'm like, wait, what is going on? Why do we have a... <laughs> it must be, it must be for, I'm just trying to think of like the editing for TV, you know? Yeah. Because like, to your exact point, Gollum throws the boulder, they fall, they stop falling. It fades to black really slowly. It comes back. Real slow. They're rolling again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, absolutely. Just in case you forgot, this is what's I happening. Love, I love a good TV break. It honestly is so, like, I don't know why, but it works so well. You and know what? Especially, like, the rolling thing is an anime thing where they'll do, like, the last 10 seconds to be like, oh, here's the cliffhanger. Here's the cliffhanger again. Welcome back. It's it. They do it with um, like Power Rangers. I remember yeah. fondly doing something similar. Even shows that are made for streaming still have to build in these natural breaks because it kind of does work with cer- certain televised storytelling. And you're right. Mm. There's something kind of like ah, I can now ex- ex- expect the next point of the film. Yeah. I I don't know what it is about me. I don't know why this bored me, but. Uh, but that doesn't mean I wasn't charmed by a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like, both things can be true. Will I electively sit down and watch this? No. Do I... It, it, is there parts that I certainly enjoyed? Is it funny when every time Alex corrected them when they said Sirith Uncle? Absolutely. Oh but... It's so funny that this movie's called Return of the King and you get, like, no Aragorn. <laughs> Aragorn isn't even... In it. Until he arrives with the pirate ships, he's just like, oh, yeah, there's the king, I guess. Whatever. I, I guess so. And let's hear him say one more word, I guess. Or, like, he hasn't talked. It, it is. That was funny to me. That caught my mind, uh, my attention. So the one thing I found me wanting and wondered if there was room for it. Do Is the next thing we get Lord of the Rings a stop motion animation, like, no holds barred, unlimited budget, just amazing live, uh, you know, stop motion animation, Lord of the Rings. We or should Hobbit. because Travis Knight um, runs Leica, the, yeah. the studio that brought you Coraline, uh, Missing Link, Kubo and the Two Strings. Great movies. They don't make any money. But Travis Knight is the son of Phil Knight, who owns Nike. 
So you know what? Just do it. Put out a uh, put out a Lord of the Rings shoe. It'll go <laughs> bonkers. Make it cost five hundred dollars. People will sell them out. People Cross promo out. with Air Jordan. Yeah. Air Aragorn, Aragorn Jordans, done and done. You're welcome. Take my idea if it funds the movie. Don't care. Um, but do that. It w- and this will make money. It will. It will Th- because this is the only way you can do it. Because you can't like it's gonna happen. I'm fully aware that they're gonna remake everything from our childhood. And you know what? It's a business. Yes, this is art, but it's art commercialized. So I understand that. I think by the time, like, we're both in our mid-30s right now. I think by the time, latest, 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 because it's already been 20 years, by the time we're 45. You think will, so? I think so, if not sooner. Jess, they're already remaking Harry Potter. They're already remaking Harry Potter for HBO Max, or, you know, Max, whatever. So they're, they're actually doing- still doing that? There, I've, I heard it announced. Who knows? David Zaslav will probably announce it. It'll get made, and then he'll cut it for tax purposes, like the demon vampire money sucker he is. But I, I would be surprised if, honestly, I'll say by twenty thirty. So we're twenty twenty four right now. Wow. By twenty thirty, in production, there will be a remake, a live action remake of this trilogy. But well, the best the best news about that means we have a job. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if we have things to talk about. We'll make a about. triumphant comeback. <laughs> like, you don't think we'll be of, going all that time? I think Rings of Power, Rings of Power is going to come out. Rings of, it's supposedly long. It's five seasons. We'll see. At the very least, right? We got we got jobs. We got we're good. We're good. <laughs> we just need to see, we need to just like just dive into the rage content for like let's see what happens. Well, you know what, guys, we're gonna experiment with like uh, rage baiting for all of season two of Rings of Power. <gasps> I don't need pronouns in my fantasy work. <laughs> Rings of Power, more like Rings of Power. Her, am I right, guys? Oh, These women. Oh, her story. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's I yeah. I'd, I'd love, I'm really excited. I know Ride of the Rohirrim got pushed back, but I think it's still coming out this and year. that's animated, right? That's animated. Yeah. I'm super excited to see what style of animation it is, what the story's going to be. It's going to be like uh, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> that, oh my God, that would be insane. Uh, but I, I'm really excited. And I think, you know, I think stop motion Lord of the Rings would go buck wild. I think it would be insane. Uh, and I, I think the thing think you can would... do is any you can do you can literally realize the vision. Yes, perfectly. Because it's I always say it's that. Um, oh God, I forgot the I. It's the I can't think of the the word the phrase I'm thinking of, but it's just like you the lack of believability extends. I can't think of what it is. Um, oh, oh! You mean suspension of disbelief? Yes, thank you, thank you very much. Suspension of disbelief automatically increases with animation. It ought, that's why Spider-Verse does work so well, because you're like, oh, yeah, they're animated. It's whatever. Yeah, and I can't nope. imagine that gets old either. No, right? it like, doesn't. At least like, not for me. But, like, the style, it's so stylized. It's not like, it's not like even this Rankin-Bass movie where they're stifled by what they can do. You're yeah. literally looking at Sony who created a style in order to do what they wanted to do. And I don't know that that has a shelf life. 
essentially. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you could, you know, it's the same thing with like Star Wars and animation where you can make the lightsaber fights insane because, you know, the Jedi can do the double backflips off the wall and everyone's, you know, Ahsoka can literally jump out of a Star Destroyer and land on the ground and be like, okay, cool. <laughs> He's like, I don't right, and you buy like, it. She's totally jumping from it. like Star and it's so funny because in that same vein of of like Ahsoka does this thing where she jumps out of a Star Destroyer, is landing on different clone ships, saving them, fighting people, and then landing and keeps lightsaber fighting. They do that in Black Widow, and everyone's like, oh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And it's cut, it's that suspension of disbelief. I th- You know, this is also jumping the tracks of, of the train of thought, but I just still think Black Widow, although very enjoyable, was... Um, really dumb on marvel's part because they should have done it before she was dead god i couldn't this would have been such a great follow-up to civil war like even just like in in the total like headcanon of nerding out mcu lore like you have this insane airport fight with every comic book character we've been introduced to so far and you know you got the literally like smashing your action figures together as a kid and then you go into like this quiet little spy thriller because you know you have and you see the repercussions of what civil war happened because we never really saw those and so it's just like that'd be really cool and then we also get scarlett johansson who's a movie star and a great actor finally get to be in her own movie and then on top of that, you have a whole movie with her and her family and whatever you want to do. And then that, that her death means even more in Endgame. Correct. It hurts even more. Correct. So, yeah, they really they really did that movie a disservice by putting it off for so long. And I can only yeah. imagine it was the bottom line. Um, because you also have insane actors. David Harbour. What's her face from? Rachel Wise, Florence I Pugh. Mean, That's a crazy foursome right there. That is a crazy like headline right there that's you, all you need you also set up florence Pugh to be the next star eat yeah. better you know not so that she's just like this one-off that can show up in a tv or sh- or something anyway it's just been my opinion since i watched it i was like you know what this is kind of fun but you guys really failed me as a as an audience member yeah like the you weren't attached to the movie because you're like well we already know what happens correct oh, so percent ben yeah yeah that's exactly right well I, I don't really know what more we could talk about this i think i'm overall i'm really charmed by how much you enjoy this i do i am no no i'm just reading my notes and as they're running away from mount doom after they throw the ring in like they're getting overtaken by the lava and frodo just outs die, die well, well sam, sam. <laughs> i what? i know that, oh sent, that sent me into an existential t- tailspin <laughs> Really? I'm going to say that, like, I've been doing uh, Uber Eats, and just, like, anytime I drop off food, I'm be like, die well! <laughs> Jeez! I don't know that you can do that in case someone gets food poisoning. You're going to Yeah, have right. Oh, my gosh. The yeah, other day, just, like, imagine just shouting that anytime. Just like, Die well. I So, the other day, my Dropping my a check cat- off at work. Die well, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a play with somebody once who literally said to me, have a nice life, because he knew he'll never see me again and didn't care to. <laughs> and we didn't have a problem. It wasn't the, he just knew this is how it goes. We did a play together. We're moving on. And I couldn't even tell you that guy's name, but it left me forever that he said, have yeah. a nice life. Really did. Um, it is but- wild. Like, I, I remember uh, a girl I used to work with, 
um, like at, at Saddle Ranch, like, you know, 10 years ago. Oh, my God. Like, she moved away to Chicago. And I remember we had, like, a last shift together. And we all, like, hung out and got drinks. And then, like, I saw her get in a cab. And I have not seen her since. And you and you won't like and unless won't. unless you go on some weird trip to Prague and she happens to be there on the yeah and and I doubt you'll even recognize her then you know what I yeah. mean like there's some people that I've crossed paths with that I'm like you're my Facebook friend how how did this happen but yeah no when he screams out die well Sam I'm like how else how what what's the point of dying well if you're dead <laughs> but it really it, it struck me for. This dumb struck me. <laughs> yeah, I was not. That was another like a turn of my head. I was like, what? <laughs> That's a wild thing to say to your best friend as you're running away from lava. It's like, so true. It's so true. Uh, so now starts the series of us inviting friends and lovers of Tolkien to come to our show and talk with us. We already have a great guest lined up. Yes, I'm very excited for this next episode. People that know us from the world we used to come from will know this guest, but we will confirm it uh, as we get closer. I have a couple people in mind. Uh, If there's anyone you guys think we should talk to, let us know by shouting us out or tagging us on a post on Twitter or Instagram. We would love to talk to them. Um, And also, our Patreon's kind of popping, y'all. It's like... Let's go. Let's go. It's happening. So... We do need you to be on Patreon in order to help us keep popping it. But you get video of this show and the uncut versions of this show with the F-bombs by accident. You know, we try to do a PG show for the podcast uh, feed. But that you know who I am and you know Ben. So the uncut version of this show is on our Patreon. What's up? Real quick. One last thing. I remember... Oh, yeah. um, uh, I didn't like in the live action Return of the King when Sam gives the ring back to Frodo and he's like, no, I kind of want it. This, this is the perfect interpretation of that scene in this movie where he's like, oh, well, hold on to it because you're weak right now. You just were, have been you know, getting beaten and tortured for the last day while I was trying to find you. And then like the evil look that Frodo gives like, give it, give it me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you wretched cur, give me that ring. I'm like, oh, that's... That's what actually happened. Sam is infallible. Sam is the best boy. And he was just trying to do right by his best friend Frodo. And Frodo lashed out because of the evilness of the ring. The failing of... So, so yeah, I think you're right. The, and I didn't think about this. They had to do the Sam sequence in order to establish the power of the ring. So that when Sam scares away the orc just by be holding the ring, that makes sense. When Frodo's able to command Gollum just by holding the ring. Right? That things- was another great anime, like... It really works. It's, you know, I even enjoyed the ring of sting, you know, when they were holding, there's certain things that like just totally Yeah, work. it's like it's the ray gun sound that it was making <laughs> the whole time. Was, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I felt like it was like a cell phone, you know, yeah. connecting line. Yeah, I figured you would like this Sam because even when, you know, Golem tries to attack them, Sam spares his life. Like, you know, in the movie, he like cuts him on the belly and like turns and fro- he sees was Frodo nicer running. to him. He was nicer. He's like, I look at you and I pity him. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Just in case you forgot. (laughs) It was like, you know, like kicking me in the ass on one thing while you kiss me. Like, it's like, it was, it was like, I was getting whiplash. He's being a bouncer. You know what? You can, you got to rough somebody up while you throw them out of the bar a little bit. Just so you know. 
Sure. It, it was a better interpretation. They did Sam dirty by not letting Sam fully explain why he wanted to help Frodo with the ring in the, in the live action. I, I also don't think it goes down like this either version in the book, but, but that's why I was saying like, it's clear that Jackson like also liked this movie too, because he's like, Oh, that's an interesting interpretation. I would, Mm -hmm. I could, I could play that. Um, And it works just for us knowing how much it affects Frodo. Yeah, it does. It, it, it totally works. Also, did you catch that it had been days that Frodo was just wandering around Man- Mount Doom invisible? They, yeah. That's what they said. <laughs> just days. He's just, just chilling, like, man. Hey, I'm, I got the <laughs> ring now. <laughs> King of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> hey, Sauron, what's up? Right? He's it's like wild. double burning him. Like, all around. hey, hey. What invisible is Sauron right? can't see you? <laughs> Just like, also they they He's just constantly the, doing this. Hey, what's up, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page? Right. Uh, but they also did the spotlight in this too. It wasn't. They like, did do the spotlight for sure. So that's so that's, I'm kind of seeing the the influences uh, of for Peter Jackson here. But anyway. Wherever you're listening to us on your podcast, now would be a great time to give us a five-star review because you're just completely delighted by the show. If you aren't a Patreon member, you should be just for this because you missed You you missed some great visuals. (laughs) Doing what I... I can't even describe it. I won't, but it is one of my favorite gestures. I would think it was some WWE. We need to bring it back. Honestly, we need to bring it back. I don't know if it's considered assault nowadays. Just um, doing that? I don't, oh my it's, God. So vi- it's so visceral. We used to be a country, <laughs> Jessica. I'm just looking out for you. It doesn't offend me. But like, I can't say the see you next Tuesday word without people going, why? Ugh. That is like the one word that's like not okay. And I'm trying to change that. I am really trying to change it because you know what? It can be used for good. I, I'm taking it back. Um, yeah, leave us a five-star review. Follow Ben on TikTok doing great content over there. Also, how do you spell your Twitch handle so that people can find you? Uh, TTV uh, Strider, but the E in Strider is a three. So S-T-R-I-D-3-R. We also do link to that in the liner notes of the show. Patreon.com forward slash podcast of the rings also on instagram at poser pod and twitter on pod of the rings way super great branding wonderful branding. just Jessica. killing it <laughs> love this branding for us anyway <laughs> until next week with our special guest ben our special guest may we meet again where there's a whip there's a way where there's a whip there's a way where there's a whim. We don't want to go to war today. Where but the Lord of the Lashes has a name.